Hey there, true listeners. This is Kyle from the Longbox Cast, and you're listening to another great Four Ride Radio podcast. For more great shows, check out fourrideradio.com. And while you're at it, check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash longboxcast. A swing and a belt. Left field. Way back. Blue Jays win it. The Blue Jays are World Series champions. Celebration starts. The New Jersey Devils for the third time in their history have won the Stanley Cup. The Devils three. The Ducks nothing. Devils Stanley Cup champions. Right through. A pick block by Steve Gleason. It is scooped and scored by Curtis DeLoach. Hi, welcome to Ballpark Bros, the show about sports. That's right, we are back. Uh, nobody had a car accident today, as I did the past two Mondays. Yeah, I mean, um, just be careful out there, folks, if your name is Michael Steele. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> two different cars. Making his fourth, third and fourth cars having been in accidents. Uh, no. Fourth and fifth? Fifth and sixth. Oh, my good Lord. Wait, hold on. The Ranger, the Rio, the Caravan, the Forte, uh, the Sportage, and the Soul. Ladies and gentlemen, your Uber driver, Mike. (laughs) Yep. Yep, 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 yep. That's a sure way to a one-star review right there. Yeah, well, very very polite, very friendly. Got us into a car wreck, but hey, listen, everyone has always survived. <laughs> you got an O for going there, huh? It's good news. Oh man! All right. Well, the good news is with our return is also the return of football. Woo! Ooh boy! Well, the return of NFL football. Yes, college. College. Been yeah, back for a couple of weeks. That's right. Um, we're gonna dive right into the NFL. All right. Uh. Sounds fair. Yeah. Um, the game that everybody is still talking about, Thursday night. Patriots were supposed to come in and start their undefeated season, and Kareem Hunt was having none of it. More importantly, Alex Smith was having none of it. Yes. Uh, yeah, Alex Smith, 28 of 35, 368 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, Kareem Hunt, the rookie running back out of Toledo, Woo. Uh, 17 carries, 148 yards and a touchdown. Five catches, 98 yards, and two touchdowns. But he's a Chiefs running back, so he'll be injured in two weeks. But his name isn't Jamal Charles, so I don't know. Um, Tyreek Hill also added seven catches for 133 yards and a touchdown. Um, Tom Brady, 16 of 36, 267 yards, no touchdowns. Seems like he had a pretty bad game. This is as bad as I can ever remember Tom Brady playing. Um, I'm sure he's had one game like this before. There, Oh, I'm sure, but, you know. Their uh their defense just fell apart at the end. Um it seemed like they gave up on the one of the last um one of the last drives for New England after it was pretty clear who won. Uh Brady got sacked on consecutive plays, got hurried on another and had to throw it at a receiver's feet. Um it just not a uh not a great performance at OL. Um so the undefeated season is over. Right. Uh we hardly knew ye. We didn't. <laughs> 
Uh, however, in in the loss, um, Mike Gillisley, 15 carries, 45 yards, and three New England touchdowns. On my bench. Ooh, that blows. Uh, Danny Amendola had six catches for 100 yards, and Brandon Cooks, uh, three catches for 88 yards. One big, long one. Yeah. Um, I do think this is a statement for the Chiefs. Absolutely. I, mean, uh, I think they told everybody that they are a team to be reckoned with. I don't think this is what New England is this year. No, we can all hope that it is, but the reality is is much more likely that they're the division-winning team that they're, they're going to be. They're still going to be 14-2. and two. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. They, they might lose five games this year. That would be amazing. It does not happen very often. Um, so another uh, another AFC front runner that got blasted this week, uh, the Houston Texans at home against the Jaguars. Yeah. Um, who saw this coming? Yeah. Raise your hands. Yes. Yeah. Nobody. Don't. But you know why? Nobody. Because you know my friend plays for the Jaguars now, so I'm I'm now a Jaguars fan. Fan. Because I don't care about football, and I got a buddy who plays for the Jaguars. Did he make it in the game? <clears throat> I don't know if he actually saw playing time, but he's on the 53-man roster. He's, yeah. he's there. I, he was I, on TV. They showed him during the uh, national anthem. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I, I glanced at the roster at their roster and their depth chart, and I saw he is he is kind of buried. Well, he's he's um, second string with the right tackle. So yeah, with it with it being uh, 29 to seven, I figured he may have gotten in at some point, take, or if he plays on special teams. Um, he does a little bit of everything, but he is mostly offensive line. Yeah. So um, I don't but, know if he would have gotten a chance to to get in that first game or not. But now that they've got him, he's going to be a good luck charm for them. Watch, <laughs> they're going to go far this year, whether he plays or not. Just having him on the team will be a good luck charm. Remember, he's a good guy. I, he really is. A, is yeah. a, just a genuinely good person. So I'm happy for him that he made it. Remember, Michael, he he did say that that the Diamondbacks were going to win the World Series this year. That's true. Way back at the beginning of baseball season. That's true. I just, knowing what the Jacksonville Jaguars are and who their quarterback is, I believe this is win one of four. <laughs> Ouch. Because unless Will can play quarterback. <laughs> uh, no, the final on that one, 29-7. Uh, Leonard Fournette, uh, 26 carries, 100 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Allen Robinson left in the first quarter with an ACL injury, so it looks like he is done for the year for Jacksonville. Um, for the Texans, the only bright spot is that they benched Tom Savage. Yep. Uh, Deshaun Watson came in 12 of 23, 102 yards at a touchdown. He did have an interception. He looked all right. He only played a half. He was getting pressured and like from every, yeah. everywhere. Uh, left tackle, it's, uh, Dwayne Brown left tackle yep. still holding out. Yeah. Um, they need him. Yeah. So their quarterbacks are going to continue to get chased around, uh, Watson was able to handle it a little bit better than Savage. Uh, Jacksonville had ten sacks in the game. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, the uh, the only game I did not watch any part of yesterday: uh, Buffalo twenty-one, New York twelve. I told you, I've I've completely forgot they were even playing. Um, the Jets had thirty-eight rushing yards, despite having a rushing touchdown by their quarterback. Oh boy. Uh, Sean McCoy, one hundred and ten yards. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, 16-28, 224, two touchdowns, interception. Solid game for him. That is such a Tyrod Taylor stat line. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot to say. Like I said, I did not watch any of this. Yeah. For good reason. I just, I'm not into bad football. <laughs> Sometimes two bad teams playing each other can be good. It can be entertaining, but not when it's the Bills and Jets. Yeah, that was not the case this time around. 
Um, I just, this is the start of an 0-16 season for uh, for New York. I watched the highlights. They didn't show me anything that made me think they can put together You don't think there's going to be a team a that win. just craps the bed? No, not even the, not even the Browns. You know, back back uh, on the last show we did, I I said that I thought maybe the Jets could beat the Browns, but seeing the Browns play this week, I don't think that's the case. Yeah. Um, actually, we can go into that one next. Um, the Browns playing host to the Steelers. Uh, 21-18 Pittsburgh. Uh, now, it was not as close as the score indicates. No. Um, but it's the matter of Pittsburgh playing down to the level of their opponents. Always. Yeah, it Every is a time. constant thing. Um, Deshaun Kaiser, 20 of 30, 222, touchdown and interception in the loss. Um, I thought he played a solid game, and he did have uh, quite a few passes that were dropped, and a few of those incompletions were throwaways, too, Yeah, and because he was constantly running. Well, he's holding on to the ball too long, that which resulted in the seven sacks. Well, a few of them were holding on to it too long, but four or five of them were, you, well, yeah. you know, Pittsburgh was right there. I tell you, T.J. Watt had a heck of a debut. Uh, he did. Two sacks and an interception, yep. and that was one ugly interception. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, it was a... Kaiser floated it right to him. Well, passed him. He had to make a he, leap. Yeah, he did, yeah, he did but, have to um, jump, but, it, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, the the pass was to nobody. Yeah. Uh, Kaiser did have a touchdown on the ground. Yep. Um, Le'Veon Bell maybe shouldn't have held out. I don't know that it's that so much as it's... Uh, the Browns have a pretty solid front seven. Yeah. Um, Their issues lie in the secondary. Right. Uh, Bell, 10 carries for 32 yards, uh, three catches for 15 yards. Even with as good as Cleveland's front seven was yesterday, Bell just, he looked like he didn't know what to do. And that is not the Le'Veon Bell that we're accustomed to seeing. Yeah. He always knows where the hole is going to be before it's even yep. there. And he puts himself there before it opens. And he's going to have to find that really quick because... He's in a contract season. Yeah. Again. Yeah. It's uh if he wants that sixteen million dollars a year, he's gonna have to earn it. Yeah, no, it it did not look good for him this uh this week. To be um, fair, Connor didn't have much better luck. No, but he only had four carries, right. so um the big story for Pittsburgh, Antonio Brown, eleven targets, eleven receptions, hundred and eighty two yards. Did not score a touchdown, but Putting up those numbers up in that upper echelon of receivers, I mean, like it, we're used to seeing. Is it really that big a story at this point? Right, right. You expect well, but looking plus yards. But looking at their offense, there's really no other story. Right. Ben had a very solid Ben game. Twenty four, thirty six. Yeah, uh, two thirty six, two touchdowns, and a pick for Ben. Um, Joe Hayden for uh, Pittsburgh. I think he had uh, what was it six tackles, six tackles, a pass defensed, and a sack. And a sack. Um, and uh, he did give up. Two really big catches, um, yeah. but they gave him the game ball afterwards because he had never won on opening day until this year. Ouch. Yeah. So. Oh, when you have to play teams like the Steelers on opening day. Right. Um, we had a uh, we had a couple of opening week games that are going to have a lot of uh, playoff implications. Uh, Oakland, Tennessee. A lot of people think this could determine who gets. <clears throat> Who gets the home field? Uh, well, you know who who gets the two seed or you know. Um, um, Oakland won twenty six to sixteen down in Tennessee. Yep. Um, Derek, I picked and yeah. no one else did. Yep. Derek Carr, that you guys picked Tennessee. You know, I thought I don't. I mean, like Tennessee didn't play poorly. No, they just Ten- Tennessee's a good team, but the Raiders are just. 
better. Yeah. Um, the the onside kick to open the game did not do Tennessee any favors. Yeah, I don't know. They botched that. I don't know what they were thinking. Um, yeah, Derek Carr, 22 at 32, 262, and two touchdowns. One of them uh, to Amari Cooper, where he carried about 18 guys into the end zone with him. How does that? There's only 11. Yeah, and some guys from his own team that were trying to block off of him. Uh, he caught a short one over the middle and just tried, just bowled his way into the end zone. Uh, very impressive play. Um, new acquisition, Jared Cook, uh, five catches, 56 yards, and Marshawn Lynch coming out of retirement, 18 carries, 76 yards. Pretty strong game for him. Yeah. Um, and once he gets going further along in the season, I think he's going to be even better. Yeah. Um, if he stays healthy, that is. Marcus Mariota threw the ball 41 times, uh, completed 25 for 256 yards, and he did have a rushing touchdown. Um, new acquisition, uh, Eric Decker, three catches for 10 yards. Uh, First-round draft pick, Corey Davis, six catches for 69 yards. Nice. Um, so Oakland comes out on top. Uh, you know, these games, it gives you a big step up towards the end of the year when you're looking yeah. at, at, at head-to-head stuff. Yep. Um, another one, Philadelphia beat Washington 30-17. to uh, this game was incredibly close coming down. Um, with two minutes left, it was twenty-two seventeen, uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, and Kirk Cousins was sacked, fumbled the ball. Uh, Brandon Graham on the sack, and it How was. Much uh, is he making this season? Yeah, well, I got a better one on that. Um, <laughs> Fletcher Cox picked it up and uh, took it in for the touchdown. Um, on the day, though, uh, Kirk Cousins twenty-three of forty, two hundred forty yards, touchdown interception. Um, they only had 64 yards rushing, 30 by Cousins. Uh, Kelly had 30 on the ground on 10 carries, and Thompson only had four on three carries. Uh, Legarrette Blunt, 14 uh, 14 carries for 46 yards. Kind of disappointing after you know he was their big replacement for Ryan Matthews. And yeah, um, it's going to be by committee there. Yeah. For, for a couple of months. Yeah. Um, Zach Ertz, eight targets, eight receptions, 93 yards. Nelson Aguilar, six catches, 86 yards, and a big touchdown. Um, Carson Wentz had 307 yards and two touchdowns. Um, I liked the way Philly looked. Um, I know you picked Dallas. I picked New York. Uh, Philly may prove both of us wrong. Yeah. Um, it, it all comes down to that consistency. Yeah. If they can play like this every week, they've got a decent chance. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I really liked the way they looked this week. Um, they, uh, they were sacked four times though, uh, Wentz was sacked four times, uh, lost 40 yards on those four sacks. So uh, need to shore up that offensive line a little bit. But, you know, they didn't give up the seven or ten that, right. you know, Cleveland and Houston did. Uh, but rookie quarterbacks in both of those situations. Yeah. Um, so talking about pricey, uh, pricey turnovers, the first pass Matt Stafford threw after uh, signing that huge contract extension, pick six. Yep. Uh, Detroit did come back. They won the game 35-23. to uh, they did not lead until the fourth quarter, I believe. That may have been the most wildly boring game I've ever seen. Yeah, I was watching. I was watching parts of this uh, flipping. I was flipping around because I got the free uh, free weekend of NFL Sunday ticket. Yeah, uh, that Directv gives every every year. Um, I wish they let you pick. Like I don't want a week one. Let me pick when I get it. Yeah, you know. But uh, week fifteen, when all the divisions are coming uh, into focus, right? Uh, yeah, so Detroit did come back in the fourth. Uh, they were down 17-15 and a three, uh, and then they scored, you know, three touchdowns there in the fourth. Um, gave up another one late. Um, 
Stafford finished 29 of 41, 292 yards, four touchdowns in that pick six. Uh, Carson Palmer, 27 of 48, 269, one touchdown, three interceptions. Uh-huh. Um, David Johnson injured his wrist. No idea when he's going to be back. Later, after it's too late. Yeah. Um, Larry Fitzgerald, 74 yards. Uh, Golden Tate, 107. Rookie uh, Kenny Galladay, four catches, 69 yards, two touchdowns. One where he laid out going into the end zone for yeah. a big touchdown grab. Um, very impressive debut from the rookie. Uh, you know, Lions fans have a lot to look forward to in him, I guess, uh, which I guess makes me wrong about him. I was not sold on – well, I wasn't sold on him, on him as a second-round pick. Well, well, you know, we'll see. Uh, it all comes down to uh, how much they throw to him. Yeah. And, I mean, no one's going to replace the, the – team that they've lost um but he might be a decent step yeah yeah um the cincinnati bengals so far the only team to fail to score a point yes um shut out by the ravens 20 to nothing um we all picked the bengals in this game yeah we did um there were still questions about joe flacco whether he's going to be healthy enough to to play through Mm -hmm. a whole game um their running back situation was not set, and then yeah. they had two guys over 70 yards. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that defense looks just so blah more and more every year. Yeah. But who saw Andy Dalton throwing four interceptions on opening day? I mean, before the injury last – was it last year? Or no, two years ago. Before the injury two years ago and last year, Andy Dalton was a very, very good NFL quarterback. Yeah. I don't think anybody saw four interceptions. In in standard scoring fantasy football leagues, he had negative four points. Yep. Um, I don't know what it was. Um, I think he just threw another one just now, actually. No, um, whether he just had a bad day or the Ravens had his number or they were pressuring him or, or whatever, you know, if you throw four interceptions, chances are at least one of them's not your fault. Right. But you're not going to throw four uh fluke interceptions in a game yeah no so. the, a lot of these were on him it just i don't know very disappointing output for for the Bengals. the only team to be shut out uh, a couple teams did only have a field goal and we'll get to them in a little bit um flacco was nine of 17 for 121 yards uh had a uh touchdown and an interception um if you like offense this was not the place to be it was a it was a suitably flacco performance yeah um the uh, the last early game, uh, the Falcons having a little bit of trouble, uh, having a little bit of trouble with the Chicago Bears. Yeah, um, they they traded blows for much of that game, and then the, the Falcons finally managed to pull away. Yeah, uh, twenty three seventeen. Matt Ryan twenty one to thirty three twenty one and a touchdown. Those numbers sound big, but did not seem like the reigning MVP. No, they were not Matt Ryan numbers. Yeah. Uh, Mike Glennon, 26 of 40, 213, and a touchdown. Now, I did watch this game. Uh, being that I don't care for the Falcons and that, uh, you know, I always want to see the Bears lose. Yeah. Um, I had this on, toward, and towards the end, Chicago Chicago had a chance. Um, first and goal, 30-something seconds left, um, and I cannot remember who the first one was. Receiver dropped the ball in the end zone on first down. Second down, Juwan Howard dropped the ball on the one-yard line where he could have just turned and put the ball across the goal line. Third down, Glennon fires just a little bit behind the tight end who probably could and should have made the play. Fourth down, Glennon rolls left, sacked. The Bears had three 
opportunities before that sack to score and tie the game and potentially take the lead on the extra point, and they just could not come through. Um, uh, funny you mentioned that each one of those was a uh, Mike Lennon pass attempt. Yes. Well, at that, yeah. At, when when the running backs had been running wild all day. Uh, yeah. Um, Cohen, five carries, 66 yards. Howard, 13 for 52. Um, Cohen, though, had a long of 46, so he had four for 20 on the other on the other carries, but still, yeah, they, uh, they had a very impressive ground game yesterday. Uh, but you know, in that situation, no timeouts, 30 seconds, not a lot of time to run the ball. Yeah. I Um, mean, just a wheel route, a a little drop pass, something that's not Mike Glennon firing it into the end zone from what one and a half yard line. Well, they, they weren't that close, but yeah, no, I get you. Um, so yeah, Atlanta comes out twenty three to seventeen. Uh, they play host to Green Bay next week, so that will be a big game with probably big playoff implications. Mm-hmm. Um, so even you know what I'm going to do the other one first. Never mind. Uh, Carolina twenty three, San Francisco three. Uh, I think everybody kind of saw this coming. However, uh, I don't think anyone saw this coming. Cam Newton just was terrible. Yeah. Um. Still got that uh, that shoulder problem. Yeah. Um. 14 to 25, 171 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. I know it doesn't sound that bad, but the passes that he missed on and some of the ones he completed. Yeah. He just he did not look like the Cam Newton that we were used to seeing. No. Um, I think uh well, pre-injury Cam cuz last year we saw a lot of yeah. this too. Um I think it's going to be a, a case of he's going to take a long time to get healthy, but when he finally does get healthy, he'll be back to form. Yeah. Um Jonathan Stewart, 18 carries, 65 yards. Rookie Christian McCaffrey, uh, 13 for 47. Also had five catches for 38 yards. Um, on the 49ers side of things, uh, Carlos Hyde had nine carries for 45 yards. Uh, Brian Hoyer, 24 or 35 for 193 and an interception. Just a very blah sort of game. I only watched a very little bit of this one uh, just at halftime of the Packers game. Well, I saw... Um a few plays it was on the tv down at the end of the bar away from where i was sitting so i could only see like a little bit um but i was really more interested in the two games that were in front of me right which were the other two late games yeah uh so the colts and rams tom blew this pick no 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 there's no shushing on this one la 46 indianapolis 9 uh jared goff looked like a number one pick 21 to 29 306 and a touchdown um, Gurley had a little bit of issue on the ground, 19 for 40 and a touchdown. Um, for the Colts, I don't have anything positive to say at all. Um, yeah, you can't even say anything about Vinatieri. Scott, yeah, Scott Tolzien threw uh, two interceptions, both returned for touchdowns. Also, uh, Indy gave up a safety, making him the first team in NFL history to give up two pick sixes and a safety. Also, on opening day, this final score was the first time in history that it's that has been this real this is the first 46 to 9 in nfl history that is what we refer to as a scoragami wow amazing um wow now indy's gonna get better when andrew luck gets back la is gonna come back to what they really are i don't think this game is indicative of what these two teams will be throughout the course of the year no that being uh, said i still don't think indianapolis is gonna be very good but i don't think they're gonna be losing to the rams 46 to 9 bad la just got really lucky to open the season Against this. A, against a team quarterback by Scott Tolzien. Yeah. Uh, they did bench him and bring in Jacoby Brissett at one point. They did, after it was too late. Well, yeah. Which was 
you know, it was too late in the first quarter. So yeah. So we have two teams benching quarterbacks uh, opening weekend. Uh, both both cases, I think they'd probably be better off going with the guy they put in in the second half. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. I'd like to address the uh, the lack of fans at the Coliseum. Yeah, they claim they sold 60,000 and some change out of the 90,000 available seats. They, they may have, have sold them. them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there might have been 40,000 people there. Yeah. I, I saw somebody bring up, do you think they'd sell out the StubHub Center? I think they would. Um, I mean, and and what do you what do you do, you know? Would you rather sell out a smaller venue or be able to sell more tickets and have, you know, 50,000 empty seats. Right. Yeah, I don't know. That's six of one, half dozen. I don't know. You know, you still have no support. Right. Um, but, again, L.A. inherited two really bad teams. Yeah. Um, I the, don't think inherited is really the word. Like, I think they had these two terrible teams thrust upon them. <laughs> I feel like L.A. wanted the Raiders. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. That, yeah, they did. They definitely did. And that's why they said yes to the Rams, because they thought, if we say yes to the Rams, the Raiders will come with them. Yep, and here comes Dean Spanos. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, you ever hear of the Chargers? Oh, uh, boy. Remember that time that you forgot that he moved? I did, yeah. Straight up forgot. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't care. That's basically what it boils down to. Um, so the game that I think a lot of people were looking forward to as the game of the week uh, and it was marketed as such by it, Fox. Yes, it was. Um, and I don't know, as far as I'm concerned, it kind of turned out to be. Looking at the rest of the games around the league, this one kind of turned out to be the game of the week, but not the way everyone thought it was going to turn out. No, this was the worst first half of football I've ever seen. Yeah. You had the Seattle Seahawks going into Green Bay to take on the Packers. Um, Green Bay came away with the 17-9 to win. It was 3 to nothing at halftime. This is the first time that the Packers have been scoreless in the first half since 2004. Yes. Uh, we almost had the first scoreless first half since 2011, uh, but Mike McCarthy botched his time management at the end of the half. Uh, Seattle had the ball deep in their own territory, and McCarthy called timeouts after their first two runs, so they took a shot. Yeah. Uh, and it paid off, and they were able to move down in the field goal range. But uh, Green Bay's defense, oh my goodness. Yeah. The Seahawks they, have an excellent offense. Yeah. Um I think it's uh they are just a little bit out of sync. I don't know? I don't think that's I don't think that's it as much as I think it is Green Bay. No, Green Bay shutting up. them down. Um the front seven was getting to Russell Wilson far before the uh depleted secondary was losing track of their receivers. Yeah. Yeah. Um Seahawks only had 225 yards of total offense. That's not what you want to see from a <clears throat> perennial Super Bowl contender. Yeah. The crazy thing is, they were averaging five yards a carry when they were running the ball. That's ridiculous because every time they would run the ball, it, it seemed like they were getting stuffed. Well. Because they were just they running had, up the middle. The problem is, they had a long of 30 from Carson and a long of 29 from Russell Wilson. Yeah. Take that out, and yeah, they were just getting stuffed everywhere. Um, you had Carson, you take out that 30-yard run, he had five carries for nine yards. C.J. Procise had four carries for 11. Eddie Lacy in his return to Green Bay, five carries, three yards. So basically what he did in his entire career in Green Bay. <laughs> People seem to forget his rookie year. <laughs> um, it, it, it appears that was just an aberration. Yeah. Russell Wilson, 14 of 27, 158 yards, lost a fumble, a very costly fumble. Yeah. Uh, deep in his own 
deep in his own territory, uh, sacked by Mike Daniels, who had one heck of a game. Uh, he was he was at the front of this defense. Uh, one and a half sacks, forced fumble, disrupted at least a dozen other plays. Yeah, uh, and if Wilson doesn't fumble that ball, if they're instead able to punt it away, I don't think Green Bay scores on that drive. Well, I wouldn't say because I don't they think w- they score, but I think they, you know. They had not been moving the ball at all to that point. Right. They maybe don't get down to the end zone. They, you yeah, know. They, I mean, they don't get, you know, the kind of momentum that you get from a touchdown right. out of that drive, and maybe the game is different. Yeah. Now, there was a very controversial play at the beginning of the game. Uh, Aaron Rodgers threw what appeared to be a pick six. Yes. Uh, he was trying to get a screen, and a lineman shifted over right into it and picked it off and took it. Um, and I deal with this a lot more when I'm on when I'm on the uh, stories online and in the comments section and everything. Everybody's complaining about the block in the back that call, that had it called back. What you should be complaining about is that the guy did it in the first place, not that it was quote iffy. He had a hand on Rogers' back and he pushed him. That is by the letter of the law a block in the back. Aaron Rodgers was not going to catch this guy. There no. was no need to do it. Um, and then the other issue is on that play, Jeremy Lane and Devonte Adams got into it, and they caught Jeremy Lane. They said he threw a punch, but really what it was was driving his forearm into uh, Adams' neck. Which is not a punch. It's not a punch. Um, should he have been thrown out for what happened? They were both giving it. If he got thrown out, Adams probably should have been thrown out too. Yeah, I think that it's just... At that point, it's a personal foul and a warning. Right. Um, That being said, the way Green Bay's offense was playing, I don't think Jeremy Lane would have made that big of a difference because the guy that stepped in for him played very well. Yeah. Uh, And uh, he he did give up the touchdown to Jordy Nelson, but that was on one of those classic Aaron Rodgers uh, catching him with their pants down plays. Well, it was just a seam route. Nothing more. Right. But, it was you know, the Seahawks had 12 men on the field. And so what they do in this situation, and a lot of quarterbacks do it, but nobody does it quite like Aaron Rodgers does. If you're in the huddle and you catch the defense with 12 men, you just say a word. There's a code word. It might be marmalade. Why would it be marmalade? It might be kangaroo. It Who knows what the code word is, but in the huddle, you say the code word. The huddle immediately breaks. Everybody sets up, and they're all within two lines of the uh, two yards of the end of the offensive line. Yeah. Like, it, it is a bunch formation. Everybody lines up, and they snap it on one. Nine times out of ten, they catch the defense with 12 on the field, and that's what Aaron Rodgers did on this touchdown pass. He had Jordy Nelson right down the seam. They had 12 men, and they were confused. The safeties were facing opposite directions when the ball was snapped, and Jordy Nelson ran right down the middle of them. So, um, you know, classic Aaron Rodgers on that one. Uh, The other touchdown was the uh, Ty Montgomery six-yard run right after the fumble, and that just turn the tide of the game. Yeah, uh, like I said, if if that fumble doesn't happen, uh, it's a much different game. Uh, I think uh, Green Bay really got lucky on this one. Yeah. They got really lucky to come out of this with a victory because barring that touchdown and, and the, the Jordy Nelson touchdown, uh, they didn't have a lot going. No. Um, they did, In the second half, however, I mean, they outscored him 17 to nothing in the second half, and a lot of that has to do with the protection. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was sacked four times in this game. Every single one of them came in the first half. Yep. Green Bay was able to shore up that offensive line at halftime, make some adjustments. I did notice they left Ty Montgomery in quite a bit to block in the second half, and Rodgers put up most of his 311 yards in the second half. Yeah, so. and that's 
classic Packers strategy. Yep. Completely change what you're doing at halftime, even if you're winning 40 to nothing. Yeah. Um, uh, this is another one of those games. Green Bay now has the inside track. Yeah. Um, uh, on the on the Seahawks. And they have a game with Atlanta next week. So uh, Green Bay could put themselves in a very, very good spot on Sunday Night Football next weekend. Um, Sunday Night Football this week, uh, we had the Cowboys beating the Giants 19-3. to Neither team looked very impressive to me. No. Um, Ezekiel Elliott was Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, 104 yards, did not get in the end zone. Um, Dak Prescott was efficient. Yeah, uh, what, two, 268 and a touchdown on uh, 24 of 39 passing. Yep. Um, the key in this game, the Giants' offensive line just could not keep Eli Manning upright. He Absolutely was, not. He was only sacked three times, but he was under pressure at least a dozen more. Every time he turned around, you know, he's heaving it in some weird angle because he's being dragged to the ground right. or chased out of bounds or what have you. Um so just very poor performance from their offensive line. Maybe Odell Beckham coming back gives him an opportunity to get the ball out a little quicker on some of these, but I don't know because how quickly can you get it out when the when the guy's running a fly route? Right. Um but, you know, it I I picked New York in this game. I didn't think Odell being out was going to be that big of an issue. I didn't, you know, of course I didn't think their offensive line was going to lay down and let some of these yeah. guys walk over him. Um the big part of this game I wanted to talk about, and it's it's not just because I'm a Notre Dame fan. It's because I like feel-good stories. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Smith for Dallas uh, made his comeback after that terrible knee injury in yeah. the bowl game. Um, you know, a lot of you know he was drafted, not this past draft, but the one before, and sat out an entire year. Dallas took a shot on this kid as a second-round pick. He would have been a top-five pick. Yeah, I am. at the time I was shocked that they took him in the second round, but... I th- I think that's really where you take those those top picks yeah. who are injured and you don't know. Yeah. He uh seven seven tackles and a forced fumble uh for Smith and just he was everywhere on the field. He yeah. did he did split time with Durant. Um so he wasn't out there for the whole thing, but the the times that he was out there, he had it on lockdown. Yeah, I mean, when when you're splitting time and you still have a stat line like that, you know you're doing something right. Yeah, he was second on the team in tackles last night. Sean Lee had eight or nine, I think. And uh, Oh, bargain basement Ryan Gosling? <laughs> Which of his ACLs is working this year? Man, what do you have against Sean Lee? I'm, look. Wow. Look, if you're bargain basement Ryan Gosling, that you're still pretty, pretty good there. But you said it with such contempt. It's because he's a cowboy. If he were on my team, I, I would I would be so happy about that. My goodness, he is a very good player. Oh, I do like him, um, but uh, I I was very happy to see Jalen Smith come back from that. And you know what? I hate the Cowboys. I don't make any secret of that. If he plays fifteen years, goes to fifteen Pro Bowls, and it makes the All Pro team every you know every few years, I'll be a very happy man. I yeah. liked this kid at Notre Dame, and I I very happy for him to come back from from this injury. So, uh, you know, I I occasionally get. NFL jerseys of players on teams that aren't the Packers, you know, yeah. players that I really do like. I ha- I've had Peyton Manning jerseys. I I had a Jerry Rice jersey growing up. Uh, you know, Tom's been the same way. Tom was a Dan Marino fan when we were kids. Well, then again, who really, really, who wasn't a Dan yeah. Marino fan? Tom, Tom wore a Dan Marino jersey uh, all the time when we were kids. Were it a different universe, I might have been a Dolphins fan. Uh, if you subscribe to the theory of mul- of infinite universes. Very sad. There are a Dolphins. ton of Tom Steeles out there who are Dolphins fans. There's a Tom Steele out there who's seen Dan Marino win a Super Bowl. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
Uh, but Jalen Smith, uh, he is one of those players where I I could see myself wearing wearing his jersey uh, in certain situations. Yeah, not an all time thing because he's a cowboy. Right. It was it was, um, it was a little different for Peyton Manning when you know different conference. We only see him every four years. Yeah. Um, um, how about Cole Beasley? How about him? How about that catch? I know that was insane. Oh my god! Um, David texted me. He he said. Uh, Cole Beasley caught a ball like a guy named Cole Beasley would. I like him. He's a scrappy little shih tzu. If he ever cuts his hair, I'll cut my own head off. He, um, man, he, he looks like a guy who knows a guy. <laughs> He's got a guy for everything. Yeah, like, you're talking, you know, you're talking about needing something for your car. I know a guy for that. Something's wrong with your plumbing. I got, I got a guy for that. Yeah. Every time. He just, he looks like a guy who knows a guy. He knows a guy that, uh, knows how to... Prevent pick sixes and make incredible catches on his back. Yeah, man. Um, so looking forward to tonight, New Orleans and Minnesota. Okay. Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Uh, playing against his former team. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to have a good game. Yes, he's going to have this one good game, and then in true Adrian Peterson fashion, he's going to hurt himself. <laughs> um, I would not be surprised to see 120 something yards, two touchdowns out of AP tonight. Um. And then in the late game, Broncos-Chargers. Do they pick this game based on who's gone to bed already? Yeah, so it's always a West Coast thing. Because um, God knows I'm not staying up to watch it. I will probably be up to watch it. Um, but that's probably because my wife will be up watching it. Um, I they, they always got to have, have, uh, have that West Coast game. Yeah. Because, you know, the doubleheader you want, you know, can't start too early. Couldn't they find a... A good matchup? Any good matchup? I don't know. I mean, for some reason, a lot of people think the Chargers are going to be stronger this year than they were last year. Uh, because you can't think that they're going to be worse. Right. Uh, I don't know. I've got the Broncos and the Saints. Yeah, seems about right. Which, uh, yeah, I think we're we're all on the Broncos. We're all on the Saints. Um, I don't know. The Vikings this year. I saw Terry Bradshaw pick them to, pick the, to win the NFC North. Uh, it, uh, it's finally time we put Terry in that home. Hey, um, if if the Lions and Packers both get hit by meteors, um, there's a distinct possibility. I suppose. Um, I don't know. We'll see. A lot of football left, but uh, very interesting week one in the NFL. Uh, ver- yeah. A lot of a lot of low scoring games that I was not ready for. Um, well, it's because you're watching. You know, college starts a week before, and you're watching teams put up 77 points. Yeah. Um, so, two college football. Uh, Tom and I were watching a game together on Saturday. Uh, Louisville at North Carolina. What a good boy. game. Wow. Um, yeah, Louisville, this was back and forth for a little while. Um, Louisville came out with a 47-35 to 35 win. Um, reigning, uh, reigning Heisman Trophy winner Lamar Jackson. Just give him, just, just give him the ten thousand dollars. Uh, twenty five of thirty nine for three ninety three, three touchdowns through the air, nineteen carries for one hundred and thirty two yards and three touchdowns. Um, accounting for seventy five percent of his team's offense. Yeah, uh, and that was in addition to Malik Williams, thirteen carries for one hundred and forty nine yards. Um, now this this forty seven to thirty five win was with uh with UNC. Having him against the ropes for a little while. Um, at uh, at halftime, or no? At the I'm sorry. At the end of the third, UNC was up twenty eight to twenty seven. Yeah. Um, 
at the beginning it seemed like it was going to be all Louisville, um, but then UNC kept it close and they uh, managed to pull ahead at, at a couple of points. But then I just they they don't have all of it together, and when you're playing a guy that's putting up that kind of number, 393 yards plus 200 some on the on the ground, you're gonna need contributions from everyone. Yeah, and they weren't getting it. Yeah, um, this game did make a decision for Tom and I. We were going to go down to Louisville to see a game. Uh, we really want to go see these guys play. Um, now, a uh, couple games that when we picked them, we thought we thought we were going to be looking at barn uh, barn burners. Yeah, uh, yeah. Clemson Auburn. I think we all we all picked these games to finish in the thirties. Yeah, uh, Clemson fourteen to six. Um, Petaway had seventy four yards on the ground for Auburn. Um, Auburn could not get it into the end zone. Um, they were leading six nothing at one point. So Ooh. Everything was coming up, uh, coming up Auburn for a while. <laughs> uh, Kelly Bryant, uh, Sean Watson's replacement, nineteen of twenty nine, one hundred eighty one yards, uh, added fifty nine yards and two touchdowns on the ground. You know they say he's a better rusher than Watson. Yeah, I have heard that. Um, I've yet to see Clemson play. Um, Mostly because this game was going on at the same time as two games that I wanted to watch more. Yeah. yeah. Um, Oklahoma went into the shoe and uh, decimated the Buckeyes, thirty-one to sixteen. Baker Mayfield, twenty-seven to thirty-five, three hundred eighty-six yards, three touchdowns. Yeah, he had a good game. Yeah. Uh, JT Barrett struggled for the Buckeyes, nineteen to thirty-five, hundred eighty-three yards and an interception. Um, so after these first two weeks, um, we do have the formula. For beating Ohio State, uh, be as good as Indiana was in the first half, or just play like Oklahoma did all game. Right. Um, surprisingly, and it did not seem like it. Ohio State came out of this game with 339 yards. I would have, at the end of the game, after having watched it, I would have guessed 26. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they they just did not look good at all. Um, they've they've got. Uh, most of their issues are on the defensive side. Yeah. Uh, especially in the secondary. Well, look at all those top picks they had coming out of the defensive backfield. Yeah. Um, J.K. Dobbins, uh, another solid game, did not get as many carries as you would like to see uh, as he did, you know, as he did against Indiana. 13 carries, 72 yards, and a, excuse me, sorry, and a touchdown. Uh, Barrett had 18 carries for 66 yards. Um, yeah, just bad game for the Buckeye defense in the second half. Um, the the first half of this game looked a lot like the game that I was focused on. Right. Uh, Georgia Notre Dame. Georgia went into South Bend and came away with the twenty to nineteen victory. Um, this game was so close. Yeah, the I, entire way. I had to turn it off. Um, I couldn't do. I don't think I can watch Notre Dame games. Yeah. At yeah. least not ones that are against teams that are going to keep it close. Yeah, uh, I did see that this knocked Notre Dame out of the top twenty-five. They were ranked twenty-fourth. I would have liked to see them stay put the way this game went. Yeah, I mean, um, you gotta always expect a, a couple of places dropped. Um, they're probably right there at you know twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah, um, but yeah, just not a lot of offense in this game. Uh, the uh, the Bulldogs had three hundred eighteen yards. The Irish two hundred forty one. Um, Notre Dame, the big surprise here, only fifty six yards on the ground after that huge, huge game uh, against Temple to open things up. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna live and die by that running game. Yeah, um, Wimbush twenty of forty for two eleven. Uh, From the freshman quarterback for Georgia, sixteen of twenty nine, one forty one touchdown and interception. Um, he did look like a freshman at times. Yeah, and at other times 
you would have thought he'd been starting for four years. Yeah, like I mean, he did he did come in and, and play pretty much all of the game the previous week and 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 uh, scored all of the was was in the game for all the all the scores. Yeah, so uh, that had a lot to do with their running game though, which this yeah. one did too. Um, but he just he looked like he had command of the game at times. Uh, I think he's a pretty good quarterback for them for a couple of years now. I mean, does he does he take the job away? Probably not. Not at this point. No. No. Um, and the other game going on at the same time, uh, or not, well, a little bit later, uh, it kicked off about a half hour, 45 minutes later, uh, yeah. USC and Stanford, uh, Tom had the Cardinal. I thought the way that USC looked last week, I thought, you know, if, if someone's going to beat him, it's going to be Stanford. Yeah. Nope. Sam Darnold came out 21 to 26, 316, four touchdowns, two interceptions, um, on the, on the ground, you had Stephen Carr with 11 carries for 119 yards, and Ronald Jones the third, 23 carries for 116 and two touchdowns. Man, uh, he got beat by a guy named Ronald. USC came away with a 42 to 24 win. Um, Ronald the third. I mean, that guy's supposed to be sipping tea somewhere. Yep. Not playing football. Uh, a lot of people think this is going to be the uh, Pac-12 championship matchup. Uh, it would not surprise me. Uh, Who else is in the Pac-12 right. that's going to challenge? Um, it, it it would not it would not be a surprise. Um, but Stanford's got you know they got a loss on their schedule now, and it came early, so maybe they can rebound. Maybe you know these early season losses are not usually that crippling. Yeah, um, someone's got to win when two top twenty five teams are playing, and someone's got to lose. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, they're looking up at uh, Cal, Oregon, Washington, and Washington State, who are all two and zero. Oh, they can they can definitely beat Cal. Yeah, uh, I know a lot of people think Washington is going to be where it's at. We did not get to do a college football preview show because of my car accident. Um, Which car accident? Yeah, yeah. The first one. Yeah, sure. That was um, decades ago, man. But I do believe we both were going to pick Alabama to be the champion. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I probably would. Yeah, and they did their thing, forty-one to ten against Fresno State. Um, okay, but that right, was Fresno, Fresno State. State. Uh, number twelve LSU beat Chattanooga, forty-five to ten. Number seven Washington beat Montana, sixty-three to seven. A lot of games where teams did what they were expected to do. Um, we had a couple of cancellations due to uh, Hurricane Irma. Um, not sure why this one was canceled because it was in Connecticut. Maybe the team just couldn't get out of Florida. Uh, number 21, USF at Connecticut. Um, Florida's game against Northern Colorado, Florida State, Louisiana Monroe, Arkansas State against Miami. Uh, all those, uh, it says canceled, not even postponed, just canceled. Yeah, um, the main problem was that I don't think any of them had matching buys. Right. And that's a lot more difficult to reschedule a college game than it is NFL. Yeah, um, so... You know, who knows what they'll do about that? Um, but uh, you know, with the hurricane, I guess it kind of kind of mellowed itself out as it hit land, which was good because we have family down there. Um, yeah, um, it appears that the the eye didn't really strike anything. Yeah, but there's still going to be a lot of damage and a lot of uh, a lot of flooding. So yeah, if you have the means uh, to donate donate if you have the means to get down there and help out get down there and help out uh anything helps yes uh and i know we live in america we are americans but it's not just not just america uh the caribbean was hit pretty hard too probably harder than uh than florida was yeah definitely uh i saw tim duncan has now uh come out and you know tim duncan doesn't tim duncan doesn't say anything so when he does say something 
you should probably listen. He is chartering a plane and taking supplies himself down to the Virgin Islands. He's uh he's doing a Clemente. Yep. Yep. So uh all right. Uh on to baseball. Can we not? No, we have to. Are you sure? Um we're gonna start out in the NL West where I know Eric wants to start before he has to uh take off. Where his Diamondbacks, uh, they're eight and two in their last ten. Uh, they've just been tearing it up over their last twenty to twenty-five games, while the Dodgers have been just awful. But is ten straight losses. It's, now? It's it is really ten great. straight now. But despite all of that, the Dodgers still have a nine-game lead in the division. That's how far ahead they were. Yeah, they had a to uh, start this going into uh, the Diamondbacks just just got off of a thirteen game winning streak. Yeah, we won thirteen in a row before that was uh, snapped franchise record. I know it seems seems like nothing compared to what the Indians are doing. Yeah, right and that's now. where we're he- that's where we're <laughs> headed next is over the AL Central. Yeah, it's nothing compared to what the Indians are doing. But, but yeah, uh, but yeah, we I mean considering we went into that stretch down twenty one games to the Dodgers in the division. Right, and now it's nine. It's nine. That's insane. And the the fact that they haven't you, the fact that they weren't the first team to cinch a division is is shocking to me. But yeah, they're just playing really really badly. Um, yeah, we swept that, them twice. That distinction actually belongs to the Washington Nationals. Yeah, uh, who uh, clinched yesterday by virtue of a walk off win by the Braves over the Marlins. <laughs> Uh, I always love seeing teams, you know, having those big cinching celebrations when it wasn't their win, right? That that did it. It's like you know, maybe subdue it just a little when you guys didn't actively like when you make the win yeah. it, that cinches your division or whatever. Okay, great. Yeah, have a party. You know, go go nuts when it was just by virtue of somebody else losing. You know, maybe be like, hey, cool. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they they cinched their division yeah. and became the first team to do so, which is which is cool. But. Um, yeah, the the NL West is nuts with uh, this this last series with the Dodgers. They've they've been playing Colorado for was it three or four games? Yeah. Um, it's been really tough for me because I want Colorado to lose because I want to make sure that we stay above them. You don't want the them to catch standings. you, yeah. Um, you know, we're pretty much at this point. It would take an epic meltdown on our part to not at least make it to the wild card game. But I'd love to. You know, right now we have the right to host the wild card game. And we want to keep that. Right. And the only way to do that is for us to keep winning and them to not win as much as, as we are. We've got four games against them coming up, so well, but we have a chance to widen the gap or, or really completely screw lose ourselves. It. <laughs> but, but with J.D. Martinez, wouldn't you rather play in Coors Field where he can hit seven home runs? He hit, <laughs> I know, right? Tom I, has I, a point. I mean, you guys might want to just start he choking hit, here. He hit four in Dodger Stadium, so, I mean, uh, yeah. the first player ever to do so, not just an opposing player. He was the first opposing player to ever hit three home runs in one game in Dodger Stadium. He became the first player ever to hit four home runs in one game in Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Only the 18th player ever to hit four home runs in a single game. Um, it's actually more rare than a perfect game. There's, there's more perfect games thrown by pitchers than there are four home run games hit by hitters. It's yeah. kind of crazy. Um, I, I almost felt bad a little bit for our starter that game because Robbie Ray went out there, struck out 14, yeah. uh, was perfect through, I think, five or six, only gave up three hits, all singles. <laughs> And uh, all anybody can talk about is J.D. hitting four home runs. Yeah. Uh, so Arizona now stands five games ahead of Colorado on the wild card. Um, and then Colorado is up three games on each uh, Milwaukee and St. Louis. Uh, and that's that's pretty much the end of the story. After that, you got Miami 10 back, Pittsburgh 11.5, San Diego 13.5. That's done. That's, that is decided. It's, it's a four-team race at this point for the wild card. 
Yeah. Um, Most likely it'll end up being Arizona and Colorado yeah. in the wild card game. It's just kind of at this point a a shift could occur and that game could be played at Coors or it could could be you know I'm hoping that it's played at Chase. Yeah. Um, as long as we keep playing the way we've been playing. I mean, even these last, you know, the last three games, we, we lost two out of three to the Padres of all teams. Right. But we didn't play altogether poorly. Um, the first game, we gave up a whole bunch of runs uh, early, but then nearly came back. I mean, we were down uh, six to nothing and came back and made it a ball game. Ended up losing that game, I think, eight to five or eight to, six, eight to four. Um, they, they they scored just a few more runs than we could, you know, try to hope to come back from, and then... The next game, we went into the ninth with a seven to two lead, and lost eight to seven. Yeah. That was that was a rough game. Um, the the reliever we sent in for the ninth was not our closer, up by five. So we sent in Chafin, and he promptly gave up a two run jack. So okay, well now it, now we're only up by three. So send in the closer. All right, Rodney, here we go. And he just got knocked around. Yeah. Gave up four. Um, he's been so good uh, over the course of this year, but he he falls into this rhythm. I've noticed like that just happened I think three times this year now, where he's completely lights out, practically unhittable for a month, and then he gives up. He, he blows two saves in a row, and then he's completely unhittable for a month, and then he blows two saves in a row. Yep. So we blew a save. We did not give him the save opportunity last night. Uh, actually, uh, uh, the beard. I, I think that should be his nickname, considering that's what everybody says, is bringing the beard for Archie Bradley. But they actually sent in Archie Bradley uh, to to close it out. Last night we were up 3-2 to two off of another two-home run game by J.D. DeMartinez and a solo shot by Goldie to uh, to give us our runs. Uh, so he got his first career save. Uh, that was kind of cool. But they they said, they, they're, you know, Tori Lovello has said Rodney's our closer. He said it. He's like, Rodney's our closer. He didn't close last night because he threw too many pitches, right. getting knocked around the night before. Supposedly, well, they I need think to it's get a combination it under, of that and the fact that uh, they need to get it under wraps before the postseason begins because one blown save in the postseason and you could be going home. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, well, hey, Byung and Kim had uh, three blown saves in the World Series and we still won that. Right. So. Right. <laughs> um, so, like you said, you know, you very impressive with the with the uh, D backs. Uh, winning streak, but the Cleveland Indians eighteen in a row 18. now. Nuts! The, and that's uh, not even their record. <laughs> Last year, didn't they have? What, no, no, no. 20? This it is the record. It is. is. It? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a franchise it is, record. It is it's a not franchise the record. record. Yeah, it's not the record. It's their franchise record. The record, yeah. Twenty-one. Oh, 21, I okay. believe. Uh, by that Moneyball Oakland A's team. Um, yeah, they are now eighty-seven and fifty-six. Their magic number: seven games. They're thirteen up on Minnesota right now, and it's. It's been everything it for them. It it it's been come from behind. It's been them leading the whole way. It's been it, it's those it, are the only two options. No, I mean there's back <laughs> there's back there's back and forth. There's blowouts. There's um you know uh the series against the Tigers three two ten nothing five two eleven one. Uh, they took on the Sox five three nine four five one eleven two. They came back on the Orioles. On Sunday for a three-two win, that was after beating them five-zero and four-two. So you know they've they've had all all sorts of uh, manner of winning, and it's it has been one of the more impressive streaks uh, that I've that I've witnessed. Um, they are winning several games. Yeah, yes. um, they are they are now the number one seed in the AL. They've overtaken Houston. Really? Yes, they have overtaken Houston by a game. Uh, they're up six on Boston. 
Um, Boston's magic number is 17. Uh, the Yankees sit three and a half back, 77 and 65. Uh, Aaron Judge, second player in Major League history to hit 40 home runs as a rookie. He got to 41 yesterday. Uh, he's eight behind the record of 49 by Mark McGuire. What do you think? I think he gets it. You think so? Yeah, I do. I think he gets it. And then Rookie of the Year. Oh, yeah. MVP. and No, de- definitely. Um, so the AL wild card right now, you got the, the Yankees three and a half up on the Twins for the one. Uh, the Twins, a game up on the Angels for the two. I still think Yankees-Angels are going to be the two wild cards. Um, yeah, that's that's likely. You know, Like I said right now, Cleveland's the one, Houston the two, Boston the three. Um, and uh, over, in the, over in the NL, we got to talk about how terrible my team was over the weekend. Um, the Brewers and Cubs uh, got together for a three-game series. Uh, going into it, the Cubs were six games up in the division. They're they now three games. They're now three games up. Uh two nothing, fifteen to two, and three to one Milwaukee. Um I think the biggest issue for the Cubs this year has been they really haven't played well against their own division. Uh mainly the Brewers. <laughs> they lost some big ones the against the Pirates too. I, oh yeah. yeah. No, definitely. Um the magic number is eighteen. Or no, they're only yeah, they're two games up. Sorry. They're two oh games up on Milwaukee and St. Louis. Yeah, St. Louis coming on strong here at the yeah. end of the season. Eight and two in their last ten. The crazy thing is, it was not that long ago that the Cubs were nine and one in their last ten. Yeah, you know, um, I still think it's the Cubs division. Um, I know for sure they'll be in the uh, in the hunt for that last wild card spot. Yeah, that's no one's gonna get it though. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be the the D backs and the Rockies. Yeah, I mean there it is only three games between. The Rockies and the Brewers and Cardinals. Um, that's not a huge gap. Uh, when you consider that at one point it was as many as 10. Yeah. You know, um, so, I, you know, we've got... At this, uh, time, at, it's, at this point, you have to start hoping for a collapse, though. And Yeah, you know, any, everybody has between 18 and 20 games left right now. Right. So, you know, we like to say there's a lot of baseball left. There's not that much. There's really left. not now. <laughs> we're, we're at a point where that's, that's just not true. Um, so... Uh, you know what? <laughs> where's it going to be in you know another half a month? We'll see. Uh, I I still expect the Cubbies to be there. The Nationals obviously clinched, and I expect it. I still expect it to be the Dodgers. Yeah, it's, uh, you know it would take a heck of a something. Yeah, it would be the worst collapse in baseball history. I mean, uh, nine game lead with you know twenty ish games left. You really got to screw it up. Yeah. Um, so uh, once the regular season ends, we will make postseason picks just like we did last year with the teams that are actually in it because, you know, yeah, occasionally I mean, a team we pick to make the postseason doesn't make it or... Uh, occasionally. You know, but... Uh, so over in the NBA, uh looks like Dwayne Wade and the Bulls may be working on a buyout that lets him out of his contract. And, and uh, allows him to waltz on over to Cleveland? Uh, Cleveland, L.A., uh, Miami... We're hearing a lot of possibilities. Um, I think he wants to go where he can get one more championship. Golden State? I don't think they... San Antonio? Houston? Maybe Houston. I don't know. Might be a good spot for him. I think we're looking at, I think we're looking at a run. Remember, remember back in the 80s and 90s when the NFC won 13 straight Super Bowls? Yeah. I think we're looking at, a, in, at that in the NBA right now with the Western Conference. Yeah. I think for probably the next 13 to 15 years. Well, look, it's... <laughs> Once LeBron leaves Cleveland, um, 
the only team left in the East is Boston. <laughs> yeah, um, and I don't know that they're strong enough to beat anyone. No, I, I mean I, we're we're looking at a good long time of uh, of uh, nothing but Golden State, San Antonio, and and Houston, and who knows maybe the maybe the Lakers and their young pieces get there. We'll see. I think I think that if the if the Lakers are the team to get there, they're going to be the one team from the West that gets beat. Yeah. Um, Unless they just happen to have hit on a phenomenal number of great players and have them all for really cheap contracts. <laughs> I don't know. Well, uh, oh, goodbye, Eric. Hi, everybody. <laughs> um, Eric's got to head out, so we have free reign. Woo! Remember the time we took over the uh, whole network for about 30 seconds? Yes. Good times. Good times. Um, so that's about all the NBA news that's really out there. They're, you know, yeah. We're in that quiet part of the season. Training camps are about to kick off for these guys. Um, over in the NHL, they've already strapped on the skates. Yep, they got the uh, the rookie prospects tournaments going on throughout the league. Yep. Uh, what preseason starts in shortly? Well, about two. Is it two weeks? Couple of weeks. Three weeks. Couple of weeks away. Um, Maybe even sooner than that, actually. Uh, no. Okay, this weekend. All right, we got hockey coming. Yeah, this weekend, Saturday, September 16th, we got the Canucks and the Kings. Uh, Wow, that kind of snuck up on me. So finally, uh, you know, preseason is almost here, and the Devils finally locked up their last restricted free agent. Yeah. Just now, today. All right. Well, we're we're getting to that time of year where uh, the summer shows, and we apologize for this, seem like they kind of drag and they're not that great, and, you know, we took a lot of the summer off. Yeah. Because, you know. We have lives, and we tend to go on vacations and yeah. hang and out with loved ones and whatnot. Here and there, you know. Um, but uh, we're we're I refer to it on on the social media as our bread and butter. We are in our bread and butter phase right now. Yep. We have Football's football back. back, and we're getting hockey back. Yep. Two things we love talking about: football and hockey. We love baseball. We do, but there's just there's too much baseball to be able to talk at length about every game. Right. Right. Um, it, yeah, it, it gets to be too. That's why. That's why I love postseason baseball. Like yeah. that's another part of our bread and butter is postseason have, baseball. You know, eight teams. Yeah, you got eight teams. You got you know three games a day. Not as much going on. You can really you can really talk about each series. The only issue is with that, and it, it you know in in any playoffs that's not the NFL, you can lose entire rounds between shows. Right. Um, but we're we're gonna try to do a little bit better about that this year. Um, and uh. Hopefully, hopefully work out some of the kinks we had as far as that goes last year. Maybe it means doing a special, you know, Thursday or Friday show to go with our Monday show. Yeah. You know, um, or just like a short something you know, like, update. Oh yeah, thing. not like a real, you know, but maybe like thirty minute, you know, here's what you missed type of deal. Um, but uh, so with the NHL preseason coming up this weekend, uh, don't uh, don't forget to look for our NHL preview show. I'm gonna say. October second. Is that a Monday? That is a Monday. Okay, I I, I can get behind that. Um, what uh, the uh, regular season puck drops? Is it that week or the following? I believe it's that week. Yeah. So look for our NHL preview show on Monday the second, and it will probably be the NBA preview show on Monday the ninth. Yeah. Um, and the uh, the second will also be our MLB playoff preview show because the. Uh, Regular season will have wrapped up on the Sunday before the first. Okie dokie. So two preview shows on Monday the second, another one on Monday the ninth, and uh, we'll be in full swing. Nothing will stop us. That's right. 
There will be nothing in our way. Literally zero things. That's true. Um, also, we'll get back into our end of the show segments, uh, which we have kind of skipped the last uh, few shows. Yeah, well, I mean, we kind of ran out of... We haven't been to any new ballparks. Ballparks. We kind of uh, just kind of let things drag down. Yeah, it's the summer. It's hot. The days are longer. I don't know. We don't have that excuse for, for today's show. It is not hot. No, it is not. Um so, uh, well, I think that does it for us uh, for today, unless you have anything else you want to add. No. No. I mean, as soon as the breaking news comes over after the show, we can right. run back down here and, and get it on or, right. or, or whatever, you know, try and tell everyone what it is. But the, It never fails. It never fails. We walk out of the studio. I head home. I get out of my car. I look at my phone, and I got a text message from Tom. Hey, did you see? Oh, no. What's going to happen is they're going to declare that uh, Robinson is out for the year for the Falcons. That's what's going to happen. Or for the uh, Jaguars. That's yeah. That's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, or something Or something in the Ezekiel Elliott thing will happen. Yeah. You know? Um, so. All right. Well, we have been Ballpark Bros. You have hopefully been entertained, and we will talk sports at you guys next week. <laughs>